0: Are you finally ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. The excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. Get exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on the action with your favorite teams and players from the NFL, MLB, NHL, Gold, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. Right now at WinBet, you can find great promos, odds, and payouts. From boosted parlays to live in-game offs on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. Are subject to change. T- terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in a pre- state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700.
1: What is going on Colts Nation and welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Your guy Cody here joining me. Good friend of the show, Mr. Coleslaw himself, Lawrence Owen. Lawrence, how's it going, man? I'm doing well, man. I'm really excited about the the win that we had
2: this past week. I'm looking forward to the matchup against the Niners and uh all the stuff in between just preparing for it. So how how have you been?
1: Yeah, I've been good. Yeah, it's funny we're talking off air, you know, took a little bit of time away, came back on, I believe Sunday it was, feeling refreshed, feeling good, and certainly good for the Colts to get a win for, I know, our mental health, (laughs) in a way. Um, It's good, it's good. So, yeah, man, I I wanted to kind of talk about this, because it's kind of been a thing that Colts Twitter and just Colts fans in general have been really on this week. Just the whole idea of Carson Wentz and how good he's looked so far with Indianapolis, and then branching it out to a bigger scope, just talking about overall Frank Reich and all the quarterbacks he's been dealt with Indianapolis and how he's basically been a wizard with all these quarterbacks and the ways that he's really helped them improve and have a nice bounce back seasons. So let's just kind of dive into it, Lawrence. Let's dive into, we'll start here with the first year of Frank Reich's career as a head coach with Indianapolis, 2018. He has Andrew Luck the first year. And Andrew Luck up to that point, he had some pretty good years. But under Frank Reich, I think it's fair to say it was probably one of his, if not his most efficient year as a quarterback. I mean, he threw for nearly 4,600 yards, 39 touchdowns, 15 interceptions, had his best completion percentage by far with a nearly 70% completion percentage. I mean, let's start there with just how good – Frank Reich was able to get out of Andrew Luck in his only his first year after Andrew Luck came off of that really, really, you know, scary injury um, that he suffered in, in really 2016 and then had to have the surgery. Talk to me about just what Frank Reich was able to do with him.
2: Well, it seemed like to me, Frank Reich brought a philosophy of, you know, taking your check downs, making sure you get the completions, not taking your sacks, turnover ratio not holding the ball too long. That's a huge thing, right? Uh, Just getting that football out. Andrew Luck throughout his career was in the upper, you know, near three seconds on holding the football. And with his first year with with Frank Wright, Frank Wright dropped that dramatically, right? Like half a second off of it, at least. Um, And that's huge. And then, of course, you know, the turnover ratio was one of the best that Andrew Luck's had in his career. Ratio. I'm not saying overall interceptions. I'm mean, the ratio between and uh third down conversion rate. Holy cow, the third down conversion rate with Andrew Luck, I think he was sixth fifth or sixth in the NFL that year, you know, in third downs. And that's that that's a testament to what Frank Wright brings, you know, get rid of the football, make sure you get those completions and not waste plays. Right. And that's that's what Frank likes to 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 talk about is is don't take that sack and 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 things of that nature. Don't stare down the field too long. Make sure that you at least get some positive plays out of uh, out of every given situation.
3: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and you look at even Jacoby Brissett, I know he kind of had a, a tail of two halves kind of season there, but to start, he was looking pretty good as a quarterback before he got that injury really, you know, kind of lingered, it seemed like throughout the season. And then obviously the collapse in the second half of the season, but um, then you move on to the next year where he actually gets to choose his quarterback to start and he picks up Phillip Rivers, right? Mm-hmm. And Phillip Rivers coming off one of his worst seasons as a pro the year prior, right? He nearly had as many picks as he did touchdowns with the Chargers in his last year. And then literally the next year with Frank Reich, his completion percentage is up from the year before. His touchdowns are up the year before, and his interceptions are cut nearly in half with Frank Reich. So you talked a little bit about Andrew Luck. Obviously, Phillip Rivers a lot more immobile than Andrew Luck was, but the Colts still found ways to make Phillip Rivers for all the the things that maybe were hindrances to him and maybe limited him, they found ways to really let him use his strengths, you know, to really help the team moving forward. What did you see from how Frank Reich was able to really connect with Rivers and have him have a really nice bounce back season in his last year with Indianapolis? Well it was apparent to me that again, you know,
2: he was telling Rivers, don't, you know, don't force the ball. If it's not there, don't take it. Take your check down, right? Naheem Hines led the team in receptions that year. And there's a reason for that because, you know, rivers, he was just, holy crap. I got a weapon here that can take the ball, you know, out of the backfield and gain plenty of positive yards. His again, you know, because he's not forcing that ball downfield, his turnover ratio was cut dramatically. Right. As you alluded to, you know, from the previous year, his, his interceptions dropped, greatly. And it's, again, a testament to what uh, Frank Wright can do. And going back to the the Brissett thing, Jacoby Brissett had a pretty good completion percentage and third down rate. Third down rate for Jacoby Brissett was in like, I think, 7% that year of all the quarterbacks in the NFL. So now Philip Rivers uh, dropped a little. I think he was like 17th or something of that nature. But that that has a lot to do with the fact that, you know, Rivers is not a very mobile quarterback. So he wasn't able to just take off and run with it from time to time. And of course, we had injuries to our wide receiving core during that year as well, which made it a little bit more difficult on Rivers to get those third down and long situations many times. But Really, it's a testament to what Frank Wright can do. It doesn't matter what quarterback he's got there. He knows how to work with that quarterback and bring the best out of him.
1: Yeah, for sure. It seems like it's becoming a trend now, and now you look at Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. And this was the most, I think, clearly the most controversial one that the Colts brought in. Some people were angry the Colts brought in Phillip Rivers you know, last year, but a lot more people – And I know even some of us were kind of like, Carson Wentz, I don't know if we would want to touch that with a 10-foot pole, you know, with all the crap that went down in Philadelphia, how people were saying he mentally checked out, he was a bad teammate, he was broken, all those things we've heard him a hundred times. But so far, man, and we've said it before, Carson Wentz had all the traits to be a franchise quarterback. Mm -hmm. He showed it in 2017, right? And so far, I know it's pretty early, it's only six games in, Carson Wentz and what Frank Reich has been able to do with Carson Wentz I mean it seems like that trend that we noticed the last couple years is starting to happen again so the most common thing with all the quarterback carousel the Colts have had to deal with I think the common thing has to be Frank Reich and how he's been able to get the best thing out of his quarterbacks what have you seen from Carson Wentz and how do you think that speaks to just the mastery that Frank Reich has being a former quarterback and how that kind of translates now to the success he's had with the quarterbacks. Well, with Carson
2: Wentz, I was with a lot of people. I was I was a little worried about Carson Wentz coming into the Indianapolis Colts, not because of his skills, you know, and what he could do on the field. Uh he was talented. That that was an that was very obvious. It was, it was that that luggage that he was carrying with him, you know, from the from the, the Eagles days and what how that transpired and how he was let go from the, from Philadelphia or, you know, forced into the trade situation. But again, I was like, Reich wants him. Reich knows what he wants. He's good with quarterbacks. There's a good chance, you know, as long as Carson Wentz, you know, leaves that, that, that garbage behind him and comes in and really uses this as a fresh start that it could really, you know, be something. Then you had the injury, you know, his foot, and he had basically no kind of practice during training camp and preseason, comes back week one, and to be fair, looked a whole lot better than what I expected, especially with someone who had less practice than what Phillip Rivers had last year with no training camp, right? right. I mean, so uh I, I think that – um as the team moved on this year, you started to see Wentz starting to understand the players around him, understand what Reich is asking of him, and he's really stepping up and becoming a very good quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. I, I, I can only see it getting better, especially now that you know we all know what happened in the Rams game where he, he tweaked both of his ankles and then had to play against the Texans on two peg legs, basically. And, and that was not a game that you look at and go, well, that's what you expect from Carson Wentz. No, that's right. that's, that's definitely not a game you expect from him. He's never really had to to deal with a situation like that before, especially on a new team and not knowing knowing uh, how to work with him. He's now, you could see where he's starting to get the connection with the other players on the field. Mm-hmm right? You're seeing that he had that connection with Michael Pittman earlier. Now you're seeing it with Zach Paschal a little bit more. You're seeing it with, Mo. you know, he's targeting the the tight ends a lot more. And sadly, before Paris Campbell got hurt, you were seeing him start to trust him more and and, and get his speed down. I think as, as the longer this season goes, I think the better that uh, Carson Wentz is going to play, especially as this offensive line gets healthier. So I'm yeah. very, very impressed uh, with the connection between Frank Reich and Carson Wentz and the direction that it has been taking as the seasons progress
1: this year. Yeah, yeah. And I was looking at just Carson Wentz's stats. I just had a glance here from the Eagles. I mean, his completion percentage is nearly up, uh, it's up 7% from last mm-hmm. year already. Um, he already has nine touchdowns, he had 16 all of last year and only one interception. His quarterback rating, 102.4. It's crazy, Lawrence. He's had five games. It looks like he's had, let's see, one, two, three, four. He's had four games out of the six that he's played where he has had over 110 quarterback rating, which Mm -hmm. is absolutely insane. Like That is like next-level type of quarterback play. My question for you is I know you watch film a lot on Wentz and other players. What were some of the bad habits that Wentz had last year that maybe Frank Reich is helping to – I don't know if necessarily correct is the right word, but tweak those things and not continue to do those things that were really a detriment to him last year.
2: Well, last year he had a, a tendency of holding on to the ball too long and staring downfield. And that 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 can hurt you, especially when you got – this is the NFL. Pass rushers are mean, they're fast, and they go after the football. So that's going to cause turnovers, right, especially when you get hit in the backfield looking downfield. All the time, Carson Wentz still has that, and you don't want to take that away from him. But you got to kind of balance when it's a good opportunity to do that and when you just need to either throw it away or go down or take your dump off or whatever. You know, get that positive yardage the way I was talking. What Frank Reich likes to like, likes to go with another situation last year, he was under fire like ridiculously under fire due to injuries. To be fair, with Philadelphia's offensive line, he couldn't take a snap and stand there for less than, you know, longer than a second before somebody was in his face. And when you don't have time to even look past your first progression, you're going to end up throwing turnovers, right? You're go- you're not going to get a good read. You're not going to, you ain't got time to set properly. You ain't got time to make your delivery properly. And you're going to end up throwing picks and you're going to end up getting sacked. You're going to end up getting hurt. You're going to end up fumbling the football. Frank Reich has developed this system so far to get rid of that football quickly. You know, yes, you want to take those deep shots, but at the same time, there are plenty of opportunities in in Frank Reich's scheme and the plays that he calls where you have your dump off. You have a quick out you have someone you know that is within the seven to 10 yard range where you could just get rid of that football quick if something happens to break down. And I think that is a huge benefit for Carson Wentz right now, especially early on in the season with the offensive line injuries that the Colts have had to deal with. He's getting used to that. He's getting used to getting rid of the football quicker. And as the offensive line gets better, I think he is going to just improve and, and take that quick release thing and still keep that in his pocket, but at the same time, when he realizes he's got that, you know, nice pocket around him because the Colts' offensive line is back, he'll be able to take more deep shots like what we saw last week against uh, the Texans.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, he's got, like we mentioned, he's got everything you're looking for. He's got the arm. He's got the leg. He can do about everything when he's protected well. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, for some reason, just kind of forgot that. Like, you know, they just look at last year as an outlier year, and they're just like, Oh man, you know, Carson Wentz was so bad. He's a bad quarterback and you know, I think it all matters like, you know, a lot of people like like to pin everything on the quarterback. I know I've seen this argument a lot already when you know we've been saying Carson Wentz has looked really good. People say, "Well, the Colts are 2 and 4." And I'm like, "People, it doesn't matter to the Colts are 2 and 4. Carson Wentz has looked fantastic." And I think, you know, as a fan looking forward and just as the team, as the organization, if you can get the franchise quarterback right, you can figure out the other things. And it seems like at least right now, obviously still very early, Carson Wentz is beginning to show that, especially validating, you know, the Colts paying a decent price to acquire him in the offseason, first round, third round, potentially. So I don't know, man. I'm just really excited about where Carson Wentz is. You'd like to see the touchdowns maybe go up a little bit. But other than that, man, I really have no complaints with how Carson Wentz has looked so far.
2: Oh, me neither. Uh, and from the film that I have looked at this year, I have noticed something about Carson Wentz that he has changed personally. And that is where he delivers the football. Now, you're going to hear a lot of people complain, well, he's throwing the ball high and, you know, too far, you know, out of the reach of the receivers. He's throwing it high. If you look at all these high throws that he's throwing, he's placing that ball in a position where only his guy can catch it. It's where if, if your guy's not catching if his guy's not catching it, the other team has no shot at it at all so he's doing this to keep his turnover worthy plays down you know yes there is that you know it makes it more difficult for your receivers to catch the football at times but you're not giving the ball away so I mean there is a little bit of give and take there but at the same time when you've got guys like Mo Alley Cox and Michael Pittman Jr. who are like 6'5", 6'6", and have like 35 foot wingspans you know, use that, and that's what he's doing.
1: Absolutely, man. It is exciting to see Carson Wentz really start to thrive here and bloom in Indianapolis. Like you mentioned, if we can continue to protect him well, run the football like we saw on Sunday, I think we have a really good chance to go on a run here. I mean, the next couple of weeks are very winnable. You mentioned San Francisco. You got Tennessee again. You got New York. You got some teams that you think you really have a good shot at going on a win streak here. You know, you're not that far out of the driver's seat in the AFC South. And to get Carson Wentz playing the way he has, I mean, I think it should, for all Colts fans, it should make us pretty excited going forward. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you you
2: look at two of the games right now, you got a AFC leader in the Ravens that's only lost one game. The Colts literally were one play away from beating them. And then the, the Rams, they were literally one play, and you could have took your pick of which plays away from beating the Rams, and they're probably the best team in the uh, NFC. I mean, you got the Cardinals who are undefeated, but the Rams are a pretty darn good team out there. So, yeah, uh, I, I and right now, I think the Colts are a better team now than what they were when the Rams when they played the Rams. They're they're healthier, they're they're more connected, and it looks like we're going to start getting our offensive line back. So that's a good situation. And personally, I think we're going to see a dramatic swing in win loss
1: starting this past week, moving forward for the rest of the season. Absolutely. Well, what do you guys think? What do our listeners think? Do you guys agree with this? Do you think Frank Reich has had some sort of magic with all these quarterbacks that the Colts have brought in? Let us know your thoughts and everything else below. Thank you, Lawrence, so much for coming on, man. It's always a pleasure and a very excited man for the Sunday night matchup. Should be a good one. Absolutely. I, I am too. <laughs> all right, guys, that'll do it for this one. Thank you so much for all the support you give us. And as always, go Colts.